This is a fourth hand production. Story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't know, planes that they're building? Police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. There's this weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. And welcome to Strange Uncles. I'm Shane. I'm John. Uh, he's Josh. There's nothing. There's nothing out there. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah, right. What's going on, guys? Well, mm. you know, stuff and things, things and same stuff. old shit. You mm, know, got to be a little bit different. Um, I see fall kind of on our side at least a bit. So you know, a little refreshing. Isn't, isn't today the first day of fall technically? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think summer technically ends on the twenty first of yeah. September. Oh, good time. It's been it's been getting cold here at night anyway, so it's nice. Hoodie for work for the last couple days. It's been fucking magical, you know. Just could get some <laughs> pumpkin spice. I know, I know. You know, man. I'll stuff. tell you. Well, see, and and I love this time of year, kind of. And I hate to say I'm heterosexual, but I'm going to. So bear with me, people. Um, this is when they come out with all like the pine scented candles and shit like that. I, I'm a sucker for that stuff. I stock Dude, up. I can just come you know. pee on your carpet if you want your house to smell like that. Is know. that well? You need to go to the doctor, sir. <laughs> if that's how your urine smells, because that's yeah, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that is alarming. Nah, that's what pee smells like. <laughs> oh, anyway. uh, no. Maybe I'm drinking too much. Also, you need uh, if that's what pine salt smells like to you. You need to go to the doctor immediately. So I need to yeah. see the ear, nose, and throat dick doctor. Absolutely. <laughs> is is it all the same doctor? That yeah, takes yeah, how I'm long sure is that school? Like a good eight somebody's months. Somebody's fucking practice. Oh Jesus, that's funny. Uh, well, no. So you know, there's nothing wrong with liking the smell of pine or the taste of pumpkin. Absolutely no. not. Anybody out there? I'll fight anybody who says anything different for sure. But you know, anyway, you know, that time uh, of year. The actual like natural pine scent is one of my favorites. Not uh, mm-hmm. like when it smells kind of like pee when you're like around juniper pines and stuff, but like uh, like uh, the. Like I don't know what like enough. kind of pine you're smelling that you just smell pee. <laughs> he He's threatened like to find it. I don't know. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm weird. But <laughs> well, definitely. Well, yeah. All right. This smells like 100. percent You absolutely are. <laughs> but, Although uh, I do like the yeah. general. I've been like, yeah. God, I'm in this beautiful pine forest. It smells like fucking piss around here. <laughs> All over. These just everywhere. Like yeah. That's the name of the. I feel like I'm in God's urinal. <laughs> too far too far yeah that's funny well maybe i just uh, go to all the pine trees everyone pisses on i don't know I, that's, that's what i was saying like maybe yeah. you're just like smelling just some freshly you're pissed. right behind every animal that pisses on everything yeah. just yeah. like freshly literally a foot <laughs> right exactly some alliteration there uh no it's uh, cool you know we do the typical uh you know we'll get like a, a little permit and we'll go in the woods and cut down a tree and we'll do all that fancy horse shit for christmas you know so it's always fun We'll see. We got plenty of trees around here for sure. So, yeah, anyway. I've I haven't put a Christmas tree in my house my entire adult life. Really, man? Oh yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? I had friends that actually have a uh, roll up fabric tree that they just pin to the wall and put a table underneath it, that and they've been using uh, it's amazing. They've been using it for years. I'm like, that's fucking perfect. That would be a Seinfeld episode right there. I love yeah. it. So, I'm just a Jehovah Witness, so I don't celebrate anything. Don't say that to anybody out loud, sir. You don't want to take uh, <laughs> you don't want to take any glory away from God. Absolutely, double yeah. <laughs> sticks, guys. Uh huh. Jehovah mm-hmm. Kingdom Hall. That's mm-hmm. what I'm all about. Yep, yep. You know where your boundaries are for sure. So anyway, um, no. Welcome everybody to episode 16. I believe this is as we roll into. Uh, not really. Glad someone's th- keeping count. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm, it's like, it's, sometimes I don't. Like, sometimes big, I do. like what, what? What day is this? <laughs> what? Right. Well, we're rolling towards a wrapping up season five, but we got uh, you know a handful of episodes in our pocket still, uh, and some people lined up, so it should be fun. And we've got some original write-ups, and this is one that we're going to cover uh, that we talked about. And I think it kind of, I don't know, it's kind of fitting where we kind of put it into everything. 
I think is kind of cool. Uh, do you guys got anything to uh, talk about or any updates past that? I'm I'm kind of fresh out of the pan on my side. Oh, man. Mm, probably nothing I should say on out loud on, on, in a recorded situation. Yeah, um, we'll probably talk about this later, but it looks like they just passed a, I don't know, the technical government term, but there's they're basically enacting a new age project blue book now. Oh, like, I saw a notification from the news app about that. I think. Yeah. yeah. Did you so, guys get my I mean, link? I think the link pertained to that too today about the yeah, little yeah, secret yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, that was that. That's what it pertained to, but. I yeah. was busy professionally yelling at people online, so I didn't have a chance to <laughs> click through to that link. And professionally, see what it was about. But, um, I'm gonna say I haven't been keeping up too hard, but I I was I was aware of that for sure. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, you know, and I I didn't know it was gonna go that route. And yeah, that's definitely something to talk about. I know our news episode's coming up, and uh, we actually I think have a proposed guest that's gonna be on the show, and uh, he's got a really popular podcast, and I think that's right up his alley. So. Maybe we get to that point. We kind of pick his brain a bit, you know. Yeah, we'll get we'll get some more info from from him. Get the yeah. beats, but uh, yep. I don't really have anything. I think we should just get into the Mount Shasta. That's what we're talking about oh, today. You gave it away, yes. John. Yeah, the land of the piss pines. The- <laughs> Mount Shasta smells like how you describe woods, Josh, and I don't want to go. I'm Mount just Shasta, aka Land of Piss. Land of Piss. It's weird when you burn pine. It smells like onions to me. Maybe maybe there is something. You sure you're not having an ongoing stroke of some sort? I was about to say, I think he's having For a stroke. He stole the words I'm right out of my sure mouth. That, that is a thing that has been happening, yes. <laughs> we don't wish ill will on you, but it will explain much, a lot of things. Not much left between the old ears and underneath the bald pate besides, uh, you know, scar tissue at yeah. this point. Just a, just a vessel wandering around for no apparent reason. So, anyway. Maybe like that dude that uh, ended up going in because he had a migraine and they did a ct scan and found out he didn't actually have a brain it was just a skull full of fucking spinal fluid what that's gonna be me oh yeah well that's for another day story for another yeah, day i was about to say this is a whole other conversation <laughs> yeah we're going down, down get, the rabbit let's hole let's not now. get sidetracked yes. Anyway, Mount Pisspine, let's go. Mount Pisspine. yep here we go so let me kick it off and then we'll roll into this here um quote I was 50 miles away, afoot alone and weary, yet all of my blood turned to wine and I have not been weary since. So that was a quote from famed Scottish-American naturalist John Muir when he first laid eyes on Mount Shasta in 1874. Mount Shasta for centuries has been shrouded in myths, legends, and some truly founded beliefs by some that is one of the most magical places in the world that many swear by. Uh, Shasta has built a reputation throughout history, it seems, starting with local Native Americans, and it continues to produce new stories of things people have claimed to see or feel, which we'll get into that because that's a whole other thing. Shasta has in its own way become alive, not just as a mountain among many other mountains, but as a living thing with its own personality that has stirred the imaginations of many. People believe everything from Bigfoot roaming its peak to descendants from Atlantis that live inside the mountain in a crystal city named Telos. Others claim that UFOs refuel at the peak or that mountain inhabitants called the Yactavians, which is a new one. Wait till I unleash that one on you guys. Uh, use sound to manipulate reality. People claim that Shasta is flush with energy vortexes and that it sits on a ley line like Stonehenge and that it wields a magnetic power, drawing people in and holding them emotionally captive like me every day of my life. So many stories, many encounters involve this place. It's hard to keep one's wit about themselves when discussing it, but we're going to try here on Strange Uncles. So join us as we work through some of these stories, beliefs, and legends and see which one of these, if any, may stick to the proverbial wall as possible fact. Are we ready, guys? Uh, I just wonder how how much scotch old uh, John Muir had in him when his blood <laughs> when he saw that. Evidently, quite a, quite a bit as he's pissing anyway. all over the woods. <laughs> anyway, open yes. the gates, everybody. This semi-dormant volcano and the surrounding area are, according to legend, home to spirits, gods. Bigfoot, aliens, fairies, robots, ascended masters, Lemurians, occultists, underground bases, secret tunnels, and other strange entities and features. Mount Shasta, is it a porthole to a hollow earth? What's going on there? I mean, but why is it this mountain and not a mountain in New Jersey? But is it just because it looks a bit odd and it no, sticks it's out? it's because magic happens here. 
standing at an elevation of 14,162 feet. It sits along the I-5 corridor in Northern California, roughly 60 miles from Redding. It's the most voluminous of all the Cascade Range volcanoes, and the towns of Weed, Mount Shasta City, and McLeod lie in the shadow of its high snow and ice-clad edifice, which also holds the headwaters of the Upper Sacramento River. It's classified as a stratovolcano and last erupted roughly around 3,200 years ago. Mount Shasta began forming on the remnants of an older, similar volcano that collapsed 300,000 to 500,000 years previous. Mm. The collapse spawned one of the largest landslides known on Earth. And as of recent news, the USGS has its threat category listed as very high. Great. <laughs> Shit. So if California hasn't had enough bullshit this fucking year, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just add that on top of everything. What a mountain. So beautiful as it stands. Although I'd like to check out the town of Weed. I knew somebody from Weed, and I always wanted to go there, just out of curiosity. But anyway. It's got to um, be in Humboldt County, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, it's actually a really cool. cool. Uh, I th- there's a really cool studio right outside oh, of yeah? Weed. Oh, yeah? Mm. Oh, it's pretty good size out here. But anyway. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, fuck, what a mountain. Well, let's roll on to, uh, we'll start with the Native Americans, and I guess we'll go from there, because that's kind of where a lot of this stemmed from, for sure. Uh, some of this stuff was kind of fascinating when I was digging it up. Um, there are many different counts of Native American legends surrounding the mystery of Mount Shasta, and each is more interesting than the other. Shasta is considered a sacred place for Native Americans. Many date their lineages back to a time when eruptions actually took place there. Uh, the region where the Mighty Peak stands is a home of the Shasta, Outsawigi, the Achumawai, the Wintu, and the Modoc tribes. In fact, Shasta is believed to be where many prominent figures in Peyoteism and Native American history, such as, and I'm going to mess this one up, Jimokumpk. Uh, Jimokump. Gimokumpk. Gimokump. Gimokump. Kuh. Anyway. That's a tricky one. Apostry M-O-K-U-M-K. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, good what luck spelling. saying that. <laughs> anyway, well, let's just say that that uh, is known as the creator, as they believe, um, and that's where they used to live, and that's where he used to live. So it's believed that Shasta sits at the center of the universe, and we all came from it, um, came from the mountain. So I know it sounds dirty, but it's fine. Uh, there's also belief that the original bones of the Madoc people were placed there. Uh, therefore, it's not uncommon to bring offerings when visiting the mountain to show respect to the dead. And many believe that ancient Indian spirits still roam the mountainside and they have seen them skipping through the trees or standing motionless on the hillside dressed in full Indian garb. I knew a guy that swore up and down he saw in some northern California park he saw an Indian spirit. But I, you know, again, it is what it is. Uh, To go with that, lights are witnessed to be dancing on a ridge. But when you hike up to that area, there is nothing. Claims of shadows whispering in your ear as you hike, which leads some to believe that this is where there are so many or why there are so many who have actually fallen off the mountain to their death, which we will cover later in our Missing 411 section because we do have one of those about Mount Shasta. Uh, But there's one Indian myth that uh, I think we're going to regale you guys with. There's a lot of them, but this one was, I think, the funniest. (laughs) So we pull it out of the dredges a bit, so... Mount Shasta, you saucy bitch. I know, right? Full of everything. Falling off you? Mm. (laughs) All right. So, a quick and clever story that explains the eruptions on Shasta from the Shasta tribe themselves. As the story goes, Coyote, who was a mischievous spirit, was pissed because the Shastians, that's a weird word, had built a (laughs) dam to catch salmon and left Coyote out of the loop to starve. He got his own idea going, decided to clean his shit up and look presentable and go down to the village and see if they would be willing to share some salmon. Well, being mischievous, Coyote took more than his fair share, which, well, why would he ever do that? Right. Uh, (laughs) All right. Uh, Loaded all the salmon on his back and headed out. Of course, Coyote got tired, so he laid down for a little nappy nap, and that's when the Yellow Jackets showed up dove down and took all the salmon, leaving nothing but bones. He didn't have a clue what happened, so he went down to the village three different times, getting more salmon, only to have it happen again and again. And it wasn't until the third time up Mount Shasta that he saw the Yellow Jackets come down, grab the salmon, and fly up to a hole at the top of the mountain. Dagger. This is uh, where Grandpa Turtle comes in, so... 
Coyote told Turtle what happened and Turtle called bullshit, but said he would try to help where he could. Coyote told the people to build a fire in which hole to build a fire in the hole to smoke out the asshole yellow jackets, but kept finding smaller <laughs> holes that they had to plug, which meant that they couldn't smoke out these bastards whatsoever. Meanwhile, Grandpa Turtle doing his turtley things made it go to the top uh-huh. <laughs> and sat down in the hole, locking in all the smoke and yellow jackets. Then there was a rumble as fire blew out of the hole, blew Turtle off his ass, and blew all the salmon into the air, where the Shastians and Coyote feasted on it all. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how volcanoes erupt. Just, you know, science. Yeah. Very, Basic oh, geology. The, the Native American stories. They're so clever. It's kind of funny, though, when you think about that. I mean, all jokes aside, that, you know, they can't explain what eruptions or where lightning comes from or why it rains, but they've got all these stories. It just amazes me. And it does amaze me how most tribes mimic. Like, even though they're, they've never talked to each other, there's a lot of tribes that have the exact same story about the exact same thing. This actually is similar to a same story about um, Crater Lake in Oregon and the Klamath tribe, and they kind of thought the same thing, and this is how it happened. It's just, I don't know, just ironic for the most part. So, anyway, um, let's move on to Bigfoot on this a bit, and we'll talk about this because the Indians uh, believed in this as well. Among the mythical creatures that are believed to inhabit the mountain range is the Mata Kogmai, uh, or Kagmi, which is the Matak word for Bigfoot. So, Mount Shasta legends of the Matakamai uh, paint the creatures as protectors of the woods, which a lot of Indian myths do. Um, however, there have been modern-day sightings of Bigfoot to add to this legend. So, some sound, fun stuff on this whole thing. Uh, this was actually taken from an article I dug up from the Siskiyou Daily News. Uh, Siskiyou is the county that Mount Shasta sits in, just FYI if you guys no, or give a shit. Anyway, um, and it's still going strong to this day. I don't know how big the newspaper is, but uh, this is what was pulled from it. A map was published by North America Bigfoot Search uh, and Los Gatos-based organization, and they list 47 locations throughout the country where Bigfoot has been encountered with the earliest recorded sighting going back as early as 1850. Uh, quote, there's a long history of sightings in the Marble Mountains in particular, said David Polides, executive director of the organization, which is dedicated to a science-based approach to unearthing the Bigfoot mystery. Uh, included on the map are sightings on the flanks of Mount Shasta along the Klamath River, a uh, quotation with large number of sightings in the Happy Camp region, which is just at the foot of it, I believe, and then outside the Eureka and near the entrance of Castle Crag State Park, just to list a few. So Paul I'd said that while the Mount Shasta area has certainly had its share of sightings, he believes that this population is primarily transient compared to the stationary populations closer to the coast. So he said the highest concentration of sightings have occurred within 40 miles of the ocean, a fact which he feels, and I've heard this around the whole Bigfoot community, is actually rooted in the biped's diet. A lot of people believe that uh, it keeps up with kelp and seaweed and fish, and that's why we got such a Washington thing going on with Bigfoot. Uh, He estimates that there is a current population of 2,000 or so Bigfoot, which is another thing I've heard. Uh, Other notable sightings have included a story from 1976 when a camper thought a ranger had walked past his camp, but it was really the infamous creature. Another story goes back even further in 1962 when a woman claimed to see Bigfoot give birth in the Mount Shasta wilderness. I can't imagine what that would even look like or sound like, but it's there. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) It would sound yeah. insane. Maybe, uh, maybe that's the uh, Sierra sounds that you're hearing is uh, s- some oh. Bigfoot giving birth. Yeah, maybe, maybe those <laughs> dudes were always up there during uh, spawning season. If you know, Ma- mating season. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the fun fact: Northern California ranks only second to Washington State as far as people witnessing that they have seen the infamous beast. So. Other Northern California areas where you may catch a gander at Bigfoot include Yosemite National Park, Lake Aloha, and Redwood State Park. And while we are on the Bigfoot combo, it should also be noted that the only state that has not had any documented Bigfoot sighting is the great state of Hawaii. Yes. But I'm sure they have so – I bet they have a lore that's similar to a great – I looked into that. Stuff. I could not find much of anything. A lot of what they believe in is uh, either something that's, um, you know, ocean-driven or, you know, they have some things that I guess are similar. But I found that kind of funny that they're the only state that, you know, 
doesn't really, but I, uh, I don't know. Teach your own. You doesn't know? have a grass man or some kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Something not definitely not a prey monster. Somebody who likes palm trees, maybe. I, I have no clue. So, anyway. So, with that being said, it is, uh, I don't know, guys. Are you kind of, everybody's talking about, oh, they seem Bigfoot. They seem Bigfoot. Didn't really see a lot of tie-ins with Bigfoot on Mount Shasta whatsoever. So. Yeah. Uh, um, and so, David Pilates is the missing 411 dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize he was that into Bigfoot. I mean, I know it was in the last missing 411 video, but. Um, he tries I, he, to I, downplay that aspect of any of it and not talk about it a whole lot because he wants to preserve credibility for the overall um, investigation, I think. Yeah, I mean, which um, is smart. Yeah, I mean, I it kind of threw that into the end of the video. I mean, it's smart. Like, I wouldn't think that he's any less credible adding that stuff in, but, you know, the the mainstream definitely is. Yeah, because right. I, I, I think for, in his particular case, like when he's been asked about it, he's kind of addressed it as like, well, I mean, anything's possible because these are like mysterious and unexplained disappearances. So you know, that that don't have any evidence to support like natural, like forest wildcat predation or anything like that. You right. know what I mean? Like just like the these particular cases are so unexplainable that like pretty much everything's on the table. But hmm. also because he's a former uh, police officer and investigator and stuff, he knows that if you start saying like, oh, honestly, I think it's Bigfoot, no one's going to take you seriously anymore. So he doesn't. He just lays out the facts of the case of the disappearance. Hmm. Says, I get that. None of this adds up. Yeah. What do you think it means? Yeah. No. And so kind of goes from there and tries to not gotcha. like make any definitive uh, like yes or no. This is what I think about this claims when it comes to like supernatural exp- explanations because he wants mm-hmm. to maintain um, that credibility. Gotcha. So I'm new to this missing 401 and this guy. I've heard his name. I knew he was attached to it. How oh, long has he been around? Do we know? A long time. Long time. Long, long time. time. Like, I mean, yeah. he's the guy that brought all the missing 411 stuff. So like, dude, and he's got a ton of books and. Yeah, he was the mm. one that uncovered that there's uh, like a, a pattern of people going missing specifically in national parks and forests that it's just kind of unexplained. I remember that. Where it's obviously not, um, they're not being mauled by predator animals. They're not being abducted by people. Like mm. you, you round a bend in the trail and someone disappears and they find the body three weeks later in a place they checked on the first day. That I keep hearing that. In fact, that's funny because in this write-up we did, um, there's a story kind of like that. Well, similar. There's some more weird shit to it, but you know we'll get to it. But uh, we did include well, a missing four one section. But that's interesting. That guy. That uh, that's something else. Between uh, between Hulu mm. and YouTube, you can watch all of the documentaries he's made around yeah. that for free. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they're all they're all on Amazon. They're um, amazing. It's <clears throat> it's almost. It doesn't make any sense, like that these things are possible. Like that's crazy. You know, know these hunters know. go missing, and like <laughs> not only are they missing, like the gun is missing, like their like their lunch sack, like not one single shred of thing that they had on them is found. It is laying around. It's just gone. Like an eighty year old man with a giant shotgun is missing, along with like everything, everything. like his he snacks. He's by himself for a moment. Huh. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's crazy, crazy. Well, you talked about that earlier, John, about national park missing four hundred ones. Um, I'd like to just out of curiosity, one of these days, not sidestep, but actually look to see what that number looks like for national parks as a whole. That's just crazy that that's, that's t- in this day and age, you know. So anyway. yeah, he's been working on this for at least a decade, if not two or more. If not, more. I'd, I'd, I'd nice. I'd I would bet more. Yeah, I think. Yeah. He for did sure in one of the one of the first books he published on it, I think, and I'm sure he says it in at least one of the documentaries have a number for like up to that time period, how mm. many people have gone missing and it's dis it's disproportionate to like normal circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, that's cr- oh, that's really crazy. Weird. Crazy shit. Well, uh well anyway, well speaking of crazy, we're gonna get into some crazy stuff. You know, we talk about Bigfoot, we talk about Native American legends. Um <laughs> we're gonna start getting a little fun now. Um, let's talk about the Ascended Masters, shall we? And I was not aware of this. I heard about this group, but I didn't know how intertwined, I guess, this thing is. So 
Uh, let's unravel that a bit here. Uh, in 1934, a businessman named Guy Ballard was hiking on the mountainside when he encountered a mysterious figure he claimed to be an ascended master. Now, you guys are asking, what are what is an ascended master? Well, we will tell you. So an ascended masters are the ones who have had many lifetimes on this planet. Uh, they no longer need to come back to that birth-death cycle that we're in because they've learned to master the physical plane. As an example of that, people say Jesus, if you believe in Jesus, he was an ascended master as well. And so was Buddha. They kind of go along that line. So that's what an ascended master is, technically. Anyway, so during this encounter that Ballard had, uh, certain truths were revealed over the course of approximately 3,000 sessions uh, with this Ascended Master. As Ballard would later write, this particular Ascended Master passed on his teachings and took him on a cosmic journey through space and time. Ballard, along with his wife Edna, soon started a religious movement called the I Am Activity a mix of Christianity, theosophy, and fierce nationalism. Uh, and just a little tidbit so we can know who this Ballard guy is like. Uh, he claimed to be George Washington reincarnated and said that America was spiritually superior among nations. So, you know. Oh, yeah, he sounds, sounds well like put together. Yeah, right? You know, as, as one does. So, you know. Anyway, uh, at the sounds height like of the... a perfectly normal... <laughs> everyday guy. No mental health yeah. issues. Not at all. The shining city on the hill, and even the aliens believe this. Mm-hmm. Come on, Edna. Edna, let's go, in the, let's go chop down an apple tree in the backyard. Uh, guy. Anyway, the height of his popularity, uh, the IM activity had about a million followers, which actually surprised me it had that many. Uh, they were eventually charged by the U.S. government for swindling their followers out of millions of dollars, go figure, and the group fell into obscurity. However, if you look them up today, it's still going strong near Mount Shasta. And there are some questions and quotes. Um, basically, we're going to kind of describe what they believe in and what they think, and we can kind of go from there because it's 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 a bit disturbing. So, anyway. Okay. I'm excited for this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Beloved St. Germain's I Am School is founded on the I Am activity, which presents the original Ascended Master instruction from the teachings given in the books of the St. Germain series. This I Am activity teaches the universal laws of life and is integrated through all subjects taught at the I Am School. Oh. First and foremost, (laughs) the students that at the I am school are taught to love one's own beloved mighty I am presence within, which is one's own individualized presence of God. Oh, Jesus. I did that this morning. It only took like three minutes. I was done. You're good enough. You're smart enough. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. Does that Um, mean a poop? (laughs) Yes. Well, I was talking masturbation, but you know, Ah, teach your own. So. Look at this glorious one incher. <laughs> All right. Uh, out of this awareness and connection to one's mighty I am presence stems all conscious knowledge, understanding, and proper use of the great creative power of the universe. A quick rundown for how it works. Oh, boy. When you sincerely and firmly give attention to your mighty I am presence, sincerely and firmly. So you got to get a good grip. Yep, yep. Get a Grip's very important. healthy grip. Got a get very get healthy grip on the I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Firm and fair. Uh-huh. Uh, you're, when you, Give it a firm <laughs> but fair grip. When you sincerely Ugh. and firmly grasp Ugh. and give attention to your mighty I am presence, you're essentially Make your I am moment explode on everyone. <laughs> Just kidding, sir. <laughs> no, I think you're. I think we're all. I think you're on the right time. I think track. we're all coming yeah, yeah. to the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, I see what you did there. The practical part of this true. Jesus, I need a second. Okay, the practical part of this true understanding is that when you give your attention firmly to your <laughs> presence, I always try and give it firmly to my presence. <laughs> the ray of light and energy from your presence begins to intensify and expand, causing a rapid expansion of light within every cell of your body until the earth loses its attraction for the body. Then as the attention (laughs) continues to the presence, the finer part of the flesh attraction, or sorry, the final, the finer part of the flesh body ascends and is absorbed into the higher mental body. Thus, the transformation from the human into the divine takes place. 
All sense and appearance of the age leaves and leaves the face and the body. The hair returns to its natural color, and the clothing Thank dissolves God. into the garments of the higher octaves. What the fuck? Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> and you, so you just gotta. <laughs> so like you just like gotta jack off on Mount Shasta, and all of a sudden you're a transcendent being. I hear you can get thrown in jail for that. But so funny, like that himself to death. It, it's weird how like freudian that whole quote is it, it it's like, very i mean yeah, i guess yeah, like yeah, my yeah. mind always goes to stupid places or, or whatever dick. but like just like i don't know i i shit people t- t- fucking t- believe. It, it is well and this goes back to like and we got to mention on this one because you know we did talk about lemurray well we're gonna take a quick break here in a bit, but um, you thought that was bad reading like the Lemurian dolphins and the crystals, and I, I just like, and there's people running around, groups of them that are shouting and have firm grasp of their I am energy. I, you know, but anyway, I, you'd be surprised at YouTube videos I got chased down. Fucking I crazy. actually wouldn't be. <laughs> well, I included a little picture for you guys too, so I don't know if that came through on the doc, but uh, this it is sure their did. official. A uh, symbol. See, so this is how you can firmly grasp your presence, and this is what Use it does your to you. Brain into the multiverse. Yeah. You know, it is actually kind of in the shape of a condom if you really look at it. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we'll put it in the show notes just so everybody With can the love the. Tip. Yeah, love the pictures for there. There's legitimately a reservoir tip right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's disgusting. That reservoir so, tip is holding you back, my friend. Oh God. Uh, anyway, thank you, Josh. Uh, and also, you know, for whatever strange, weird reason you want to learn about this group, because, you know, there may be some of you out there. We're not going to make fun of you for a long time, just a little short bit of time. Hey, oh, I will. Mm. I will. I'm going to be making fun uh, of everybody. Yeah, well, there's that. So You can make fun of me, too. That's fine, but I'll definitely be making fun of you. Yeah, I'll, I'll poke back where it needs to. Um, speaking of poking, you can uh, write them at inquiry at stgermainfoundation.org. That's Germain, spelled G-E-R-M-A-I-N foundation.org so uh reach out to those uh cracker pots i'm sure they'd love to have you um we're going to take a quick break and we will come back to a little bit more cracker pottery before we get back into some other stuff about this infamous mountain of mount shasta stand by everybody believe in ufos felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain contemplate the other side of reality do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates. All right, everybody, and we're back. We're talking about Mount Shasta. Um, we're not going to get on in detail, but part of which, unfortunately enough, the reason we're doing Mount Shasta is because we did another episode, uh, actually this season. It was episode, uh, I want to say seven, uh, about Lemuria. And then we stumbled on all the weird shit that Mount Shasta had to offer because, you know, Lemuria's wrapped up in all this weird bullshit. And so we feel obliged to mention it a little bit, but we're not going to go into detail. If you want to know more about the dolphins and the crystals, by all means, episode seven is the one you want to you want to check out. That was a that was a hoot as well. So anyway, um, it was a fun one. But it was. It was pretty yeah. fun. Um, but we're going to mention a few things about the Lemurians and the city of Telos because, again, so integrated into the whole thing. Uh, so it's kind of can't really ignore it, you know. So uh, but there's some stories that we did not cover previously that we'll cover on this one. So according to a legend, a British prospector by the name of J.C. Brown discovered a lost underground city beneath Mount Shasta in 1904. He had been hired by the Lord Cadre Mining Company of England as prospect for gold and discovered a cave which sloped downward for about 11 miles. There, he found an underground village filled with gold, shields, and mummies. He also reported seeing a mysterious 10-foot-tall being. Thirty years later, he told his story to John C. Root, who proceeded to gather an exploration team in Stockton, California. Eighty people joined the team, but on the day the team was to set out, Brown did not show up at all. Weird, Weird. right? Yeah, funny how that happens. uh, (laughs) It's funny you bring up this particular story because I heard a very similar one about... uh, cave in the grand canyon i i have too i've heard that same story yeah 
Is that is yeah. kind of uh, yeah weird. Like Egyptian artifacts, ten feet tall. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mummies and shit. Like yeah, mm-hmm. suppose there's like uh, caves in the Grand Canyon. If you actually go down by the river, that you could go into, and people have found weird shit down there. So I don't know. Anyway, um, over the years, uh, this Mount Shasta, uh, the Mount Shasta Lemuria legend became so widespread that many authors interested in its mystique wrote books about it. This legend then became incorporated into numerous occult religions, which is the one above, the I Am that we just talked about, uh, and others, uh, the Summit Lighthouse, the Church Universal and Triumphant, just to name a few. So, you know, we're not going to go into detail. You can look those batshits up on your own. Uh, Lemurians aren't the only mythical creatures theorists believe that inhabit the majestic Mount Shasta. Some people also believe that the mountain is where lizard people hide, which are reptilian ah, humanoids. we found you. <laughs> I got you. You're Mount Shasta. I got you by the tail. Oh, well, my tail falls I'm off. Looking for you, motherfuckers. Right? David Icke has been camping there for years. Right on the foot of the cave. Uh, they're said to live underground as well. Um, but again, we, we're not going to go into that because that's a that's a whole nother rabbit hole. And yeah, David, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, just uh, to wrap all this uh, Lemurian stuff up, I mean, you can listen to that last episode where I pretty much just shit all over that. <laughs> it was fucking you did, sir. You did. It was hilarious. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I can't take this stuff seriously. It's like, man, I love... They, I want to preface this. Like, hard, I man. love, like, this... Oh, I love weird shit. I love ghosts and yeah. UFOs. And, like, I love weird shit, but, like, sometimes I got to draw the line and be like, no, I'm, like, a rational human being. I, I like, can't do I this. I don't <laughs> believe this for one flat right. second. Right. But... Anyway, wrapping up all this crap, uh, Lemurian stuff, I should say. In a 1932 Los Angeles Times Magazine article, Edward Lanzer wrote of seeing Mount Shasta ablaze with a strange reddish-green light from the window of his Oregon-bound train. Lemurians, a fellow passenger whispered to him. Mm. Returning Mm. to explore the legend further, Lanzer was told that tall men from a sunken civilization were known to patronize local stores buying quote, enormous quantities of sulfur as well as a great deal of salt, end quote. (laughs) And a stroke of fortune for the Mount Shasta economy, the items were always paid with gold nuggets and the gold always far exceeds the value of the merchandise. Thank God. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, so all these locals are getting shit tons of gold. Like, where are these locals where are these locals with the fucking And where's cash the gold? gold? In their underneath their floorboards? Where the where are we at here? So yeah. 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 So well, other local beliefs by some include that when you see a smooth saucer shaped lenticular cloud that often gather at the summit of Mount Shasta, they're engineered by the Lemurians to camouflage alien cargo ships docking at Telos. Of course. Yeah, fuck off. Why wouldn't so, you be? Whatever that is. Yeah. F- yep. Well, and you know what? I don't know about you guys. I've got at least like 10 pounds of sulfur in my Amazon box right now. Just I haven't ordered it, but, it you know, like it. as one does. So Shit, don't admit that. You're going to be on some kind of fucking watch list. <laughs> I'll be right next to David Icke fucking while you're bullshitting. So here's a... <laughs> sulfur, 10 pounds of fertilizer, a little, mm-hmm. gasoline, <laughs> a little bleach, no some gloves, some rope. Uh, here's a fun fact. Lower your voice. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Let's not forget to mention a tidbit about the Activians. Uh, so boys, this is a new one for me. I, and I didn't find much on these fucking guys. Uh, so the Activians are strange makers of invisible bells used to protect their caverns. It is said that they also use vibrations to carve out the mountain and they use them to camouflage your presence and their caves. Not much is known about this group of weirdos or where the story comes from, but people claim to hear the bells and sense the vibrations they give off as they climb higher up on the mountain. So there's there's that little fun group. So, like, if you like the lore of this, that's fine, right? Oh, yeah. Like lore is fun, yeah. stories yeah. are yeah, fun. Stories are yeah. Camp style, camp campfire stories are fun. Like it's entertainment. I'm okay like, with that. We, yeah, we we watch fictional stories constantly. Like I, you know, Game of Thrones is very entertaining. It's not fucking real, but it's very entertaining. <laughs> so I don't want to shit on anybody that like really enjoys the lore of the Lemurians or the lore of Mount Shasta. But like, if anybody like actually is like. No, actually, uh, the Yacta- uh, f- funny you mentioned the Yactavians. They're uh, strange makers of invisible bells, and they use those to protect their caverns. And, and you're not smiling. Fact. You're just you saying it. Yeah, it's actually a fact. It's actually a fact. And, uh, you know, 
whatever you sheeple like okay uh, then like like if you're on that side of things i 100 agree just go fuck yourself yeah i don't, I don't know what yeah. else to uh, like yeah. that's insane yeah so that's and, and i want to know and therapist. i think not to get too fucked but yactavians yactiv who came up with that fucking name out of all the names to pick out of a hat uh, you, I don't know. who like knows I and maybe you don't gotta uh, fuck yourself that's a little harsh but it's just like yeah, I don't know. So, like the more it. and more I get into this, the more I'm just like, shit. So here we go. Tired of like <laughs> the less patience I have for anybody else's fucking stupid. Right. Yeah, I just feel like Corey Goods behind there. Like, yes, yes, the Octavians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. No one will let you know the truth, but I, I will let you know. But I, who has never fact checked a single thing I've ever been told in my entire life, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll tell you everything. Yeah, so I, mean, I agree. I agree. It's fucking I, crazy I, like, shit. Like this is it's it's fun lore, but man, I hope people don't take this for real. You know, know, yeah, and I, you're talking to a guy that kind of kind of believes in the power of minerals to a certain point, and even that, this is fucking too far for my crazy ass. So I, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know, mind you think the power of minerals. minerals. Sure, like that's a natural thing on the earth, and like minerals do things. Yeah, so that's fine. Like that's plants, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm saying that's not that crazy. But like to really just yeah. be like, yeah, no, there's reptilians living in a mountain in Mount Shasta. It's uh, listen you to David. Like, Alex Jones has fucking proved it. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Could all you right. imagine oh what Art Shabo. Bell was fucking? You imagine what Art Bell was taking all those fucking years on coast to coast with these people calling in talking about this exact same shit? He was checking his fucking bank balance, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he was. God damn. <laughs> Either that or he was like, no, please tell me well, more. I'm mm-hmm. very interested in this. Speaking, so UFOs. And this oh, is where yeah, I'll draw so the line. UFOs are fucking. I just wanted you to give. I do believe I just in UFOs. To give you a platform for a second, my yeah. dog. You well, and, and you know what? UFOs, I feel like those have been proven just like minerals. You know, minerals help yeah. you with yeah. certain things. Like this helps you with this. This helps you with that. Like and believing in like minerals UFOs? isn't. You don't have to believe in minerals. Minerals are a thing. Mm-hmm. But so UFOs. Yes, I, just like know. UFOs, I believe in your First Amendment protected right to uh, bash the fuck out of people that believe in uh, you know, psychic uh-huh. dolphins and crystals. So Thank you. Go for it, All right. Well, well, anyway, UFOs are too attached to Mount Shasta. And, yeah, uh, let's talk about real things. Let's talk about <laughs> UFOs. So the, the latest claim of UFO sightings in the Mount Shasta or in Mount Shasta that made headlines dates back to February 2020, so not too long ago. A uh, picture of a glowing orb in the sky uh, in the area became viral on the internet. So many people, including theorists, believe, including theorists, mm-hmm. believe it to be mm-hmm. a flying saucer from outer space. Of course they do. To the disappointment of many, it was soon discovered that the glowing orb was, in fact, a rare weather phenomenon, and the UFO claim was debunked. Mm-hmm. So in 2008, well, the guess. Mount- <laughs> In 2008, the Mount Shasta Herald reported that five people claimed to have witnessed a jellyfish-like craft which hovered noiselessly over neighboring McLeod with what appeared to be a fire raging inside. Mm. Uh, claims of UFOs have gone all the way back to 47, which, if if any of you remember, was the year that Kenneth Arnold spotted what he called flying saucers. Yeah, And actually, he never called them flying saucers. It was a reporter, the reporter in the newspaper, the newspaper. that yeah. Yeah. called them flying saucers. He said they skipped across the sky like saucers. Mm, nice point. But, there you go. But, you know, to get not to split hairs so yeah (laughs) but uh, he saw that near mount rainier which shares the same cascade mountain range as shasta and is a little under 400 miles away from each other uh so one group surprisingly enough has stepped up to help quote-unquote debunk some of these ufo claims and that is the u.s forest service of all organizations they released a statement after one saucer shaped sighting to detail how humid air masses rising up the side of the volcano can create lenticular clouds that might look like look a little like spacecraft. And I love that. I love like, this is why I love UFOs. There's science behind it. There's like, you know, like, and there's a lot of debunking in UFOs. And you have to have it. And I love the debunking because it's like, great, let's, let's move on. Yeah. It's like, it's the same thing in the ghost realm. Explainable shit. Yep. Yeah. That's a lenticular cloud. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. Like that's not that. So I I do love that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's one of the reasons like I am like 
I really do love like UFO, like the UFO topic. But, but what if they're piloted by psychic dolphins? <laughs> I mean, hey, you never know. <laughs> Just um, don't however, ruin John's fucking day. However, <laughs> <laughs> for many fa- for many believers, this failed to explain some of the fast moving lights and other objects that have been seen moving around the area. So hundreds of other extraterrestrial tales surround Mount Shasta, making it a hotbed for theories regarding alien existence. One Shasta resident by the name of Wallenstein has been more than happy to share his own personal encounters. Uh, In a self-published book titled Mount Shasta Sightings, Wallenstein documents photographs, dates, stories, and research of UFO life in and around Mount Shasta with over 625 whopping pages in vivid detail. Jesus, guy. 600 plus fucking pages. It's like Lord of the Rings all over again. Ugh. Oh, that's Mm. nothing. (laughs) Interesting. Well, and you know what's funny about that, too? Good on the fucking Forest Service. You know, like you said, deb- I'm all for it. Same thing with the ghost thing. I'm all for debunking. Uh, nope, not a ghost. That You overdeveloped film. Nope, yeah. your house is fucking filthy. That's a fucking dust ball. That's not an orb. Yeah. Sorry. Hate to fucking disappoint you. You know, you Rational need that. debunking. Yes, you Rational need Rational debunking, not blind debunking. Right. Like, nope. What? Right. Uh, swamp gas, swamp gas, swamp gas. It's like, did you yeah, even you look at the data? Real. Yeah. Like, right. did you even right. look? Like, let's look at the data. Uh, but that's the thing is, like, there is data to look over. There's no data about lizard people living in the mountain. Right. Well, Nobody has, like, you know, uh, saw scales laying on a rock and claimed it to be like in a DNA. human form and been like, what right. the hell? You know, that, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, yeah. I know I'm very crude and just like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You're getting shitty that. in your old age, John. God damn it, dude. Oh, I've been shitty for a long time. <laughs> oh, that's fuck fucking that funny. Guy. Fuck that guy. Aliens. Right. Aliens. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> fuck that guy. That's what, yeah. So my friend Shannon, literally, she's like, I would love to spend a day in your head because your your brain is going, fuck that guy, fuck that guy, aliens, <laughs> fuck that guy. You fucking end up crawling out crying to herself. Fuck, dude. That is one of the favorite thing, my favorite things I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah she couldn't handle it. It's a fucking funny. Brain. Oh, man. You know, you know what, though? But all fine, you know, fair loving games with the UFOs. Um. There was a lot of other stories on Manchester UFOs, but again, you know, we kind of included the main. Wanted to say something about the Forest Service because could you imagine dealing with that shit every fucking day? And not only yeah. this, but like the new age and the, you know, people looking for a fucking vortex and digging holes in the side of the mountain. And I, I couldn't, I, could, I would lose my shit. I would lose my shit yeah. if I was a Forest Service guy. So, for a service guy in short green shorts, like people, <laughs> it's a lenticular cloud. <laughs> there Lent- are fucking dolphins Stop digging holes. I got a 10 foot one over here and somebody left a shit in the bottom of the hole. There's no fucking Delo civilization. Yeah, yeah. I could hey, fucking did you imagine. Get those steps put on a, put in on the trail? Uh, no, every time I tried to dig one out to like put in the concrete, um, someone shit in the hole. <laughs> yeah, so fucking weirdos. That's, gonna have, that's next week's problem. Oh my God. So onwards and upwards. Um, we would be amiss if we did not include a 411 in this thing. And actually, so we'll talk about it a little bit, but there's a funny story that uh, I came across that <laughs> was fucking crazy too. So uh, here's a quick little factation here. There have been over 80 people over the last three or so decades that have reportedly gone missing on Mount Shasta. I didn't think that was a high number. I mean, maybe it is 80. I, I don't know. You know, I guess it depends I mean, on over a decade. Uh, well, three decades. You're looking at like almost oh, three 30. Decades. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention I mean, at all. kind of a I lot mean, of it's, people. You know, yeah, it's a lot of people. I, I mean, that's more than one person a year, right? That's more yeah, than one person yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you think so of like that. A it's lot like, of shit, you know? Yeah, if more than one person a year goes missing, like I'm not hiking there. Right, right. Exa- exactly. Right. So, uh, anyway, so there's this uh, 401 book that covers some more well-known disappearances. Uh, just to name a few, there's the disappearance of Carl Landers in 1997, uh, Devonte Morgan in 2020, Angie Fulmer in 2002, and the list goes on. And all those people that I mentioned above um, are not found whatsoever. No bodies, no nothing, just gone. Right. Um, mm-hmm. There've been missing. Uh, there've been over 50 hikers that have actually fallen to their death on Mount Shasta. Uh, somewhere their bodies were never found, which is a case of the above mentioned Carl Landers. And as we spoke about earlier, a lot of people claim that the reason for these hikers' deaths are because of the inhuman spirits whispering sweet nothings into their ears, and uh, they go all cattywampus and fall off the hill. So I don't know how true that is, but you know, people claim that they literally do that. Although 
With that being said, I will say the same claim was, uh, if you guys remember the Russian hikers um, mm-hmm. that died, the Dilatov yeah, Pass. Like pass incident. Yeah, they claim that, and other hikers have, when you get up in elevation and you get in the wintertime, whatever have you, that literally your mind plays tricks on you. The wind will start talking mm-hmm. to you because of how it sounds when it's coming down the down mm-hmm. the valley and down the canyon. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a thing. So The mind's yeah, a powerful man. thing. The mind's oh, yeah. Can- yeah, freaky. Like, I mean, I've just sat in my bed freaking out for no reason. That I have to be like, "You're an idiot." Like, that calm you're, yourself you're, down. You're fine. You're fine. Go have some tea. So. Go to sleep. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was out in the desert on Sunday doing dumb shit, and uh, my buddy that I was with was like, pulled off his ear protection and was like, "Do you hear that?" And he's he was convinced it sounded like somebody laughing, and I was like. Hmm. I think it's probably just the wind, but it does kind of sound like like specifically a woman laughing or like saying something you can barely hear. And you know there are other people in that area, so the wind could be bringing like their voices. Yeah, to it could be echoing down. Talk. Yeah, but when you're in like any area that has like thin atmosphere, reflective conditions, like it's gonna. It, it happens. I've I've heard of it. Like I said, you know, I I get it. So you know, whatever you want to say about that. Um, mm-hmm. so there is a weird story that we want to cover, uh, that we stumbled into. And this story actually turned into a missing person almost did, but it actually took a turn before that happened. Uh, on October 1st, 2010, three and a half year old John Doe. And that's what uh, his, not his real name people. Anyway, him and his relatives were camping by a popular fly fishing spot location near Mount Shasta. Around 6 p.m., the child's parents realized their son had gone missing. They scoured the area he had last been seen in complete panic and found no one. The dad decided to call the local police, deputies, and the United States Forest Service yet again to the rescue. Uh, five hours later, John Doe showed up lying dazed and confused in an area that both his parents and the search and rescue team claimed they looked hours earlier. Everyone's lives quickly went back to normal after that event, uh, but then shit got weird again. A couple weeks later, a little boy, John Doe, was talking to, he's being babysitted by his grandma, and he was talking to Grandma Cappy. Suddenly, he looked towards her and said that he didn't like the other Grandma Cappy. Confused, she asked him what exactly he meant by that, and the boy explained that while he was lost in the woods, he had been taken deep inside a mountainside cave by a woman he thought was his Grandma Cappy. She led him into a cool, dark, spider-infested room filled with motionless, what he said, robots. Scattered across the floor were dusty purses, guns, and various types of other old items. As he looked at his supposed grandparent, he noticed an eerie light coming from her head. His grandma, Cappy, told the boy to poop on a piece of paper. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I was told that this morning. I didn't do that either. Uh, When he refused, she became increasingly agitated and repeatedly requested him to do so. Eventually, the grandma lookalike succumbed to the frustration and moved on to a different topic. Allegedly, she informed John Doe, again, the three-and-a-half-year-old boy, that he had been planted in his mother's womb and was actually from outer space. The kid blacked out and only remembers waking up where the rescuers found him. Obviously, it freaked out the mom and the authentic grandma Cappy from hearing the story. And the twist of this whole thing is then the mom, after she heard that, had a flashback and she remembered uh, an event years earlier at Shasta where she was camping as a child about the same age as her son, John Doe, and remembers being violently drug out of her sleeping bag uh, by something before she screamed and whatever it was dropped her face down in the dirt. So, yeah, I don't know if that's like a family thing or, but that is. That's a pretty ah. scary story. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of want to jump in here too because, like, we, we, we briefly talked about missing 411 stuff mm-hmm. a little bit ago, but like now that we're actually talking about it, like a, a big, a big part of the, uh, a significant amount of these cases do not, uh, end this well. Like usually Agreed. they find bodies, not, uh, people, yeah. alive people. But when they do find them, especially if they're children, usually they don't remember a whole lot. And usually like, uh, they're, they don't look any worse for the wear. Like they'll have been missing for like three days, four days, five days, but they're not dehydrated. Their clothes aren't fucking torn. Yep. Uh, they seem like they haven't been exposed to the elements a whole bunch. Um, but there's always something weird, like their fucking socks are inside out or some weird shit. Yeah, so one tiny little, you know, quinky dink that just looks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard of those too. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't it know, kinda, you know. Well, it is kind of crazy with that story, like thinking of like uh, 
alien abductions and pe- like mm-hmm. women getting uh, impregnated by, you know, uh, an alien, I guess. <laughs> That's pretty wild to think like, okay, you're impregnated, you're born, and then all of a sudden the, the real family comes down and like scopes you out for a second. But if, if that's you if know, that's like what's going, yeah, right, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like what? what? Well, and and here's a flip side to it too. <laughs> I said poop on the paper. <laughs> yeah, I know, the vibes right. are off. Jesus, grandma, he doesn't do what he's told. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He wouldn't poop on the paper. He's not ours. I've been spraying him with water this whole time. Nothing's happened at all. So, and the Come flip on, side just to poop this, on the paper, you say it all nice and casual. Um, the flip side of this is, I was listening to a guy the other day talking about. Um, well, he was specifically talking about one famous case, which was a Barney, Barney uh, Hill, Hill abduction, the whole, uh, I can't yeah, remember Betty what year, and Barney Betty Hill. and Barney Hill, and I can't remember what year that was, it was 50, it was in the 50s, uh, right? like 57, yeah. 58, anyway, so was wild, he yeah. was talking that there are some times that they have, it has proven, been proven after, like not necessarily hypnosis, but psychological therapy, and they talked to them that people have these traumatic events, and it was a real traumatic event. They got, uh, you know, raped, or they've got, a, you know, something awful happened to them, and literally their mind makes up this story, and he's kind of thinking that's what the Hills did, because it was uh, talked about that they, uh, the group of white men, because they're an interracial couple, came and, and literally were beaten up on him and tried to rape, rape his wife. And it was this whole thing, and, and this story became fabricated in their memory as a real memory. And I, you, you know, know, again, I don't know. You know, the mind's a uh, terrible thing sometimes, but... yeah. I don't know. A lot of the debunking that I've heard around that particular case, I'm just kind of like, mm, it, that doesn't really make any more sense to me than what they say actually happened. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. You know, so different side and of it, was, it for sure. Yeah. And it was uh, nine, uh, 1961, if we want to sixty-one specific on the dates. For yep, the yep, um, yeah. For the record. Um, yeah. I've heard a lot of like, everybody's trying to, there was that one podcast that tried to debunk Betty yeah, it Barney was called Hills. Strange Skies. We should sue them for copyright or something. Um, <laughs> or Strange Visitors, I think. But um, it was it was well done. But it was it was really good, well done. But completely <sighs> from the point of like this, there's no way this happened. Of that, but yeah, okay, I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like all of the, and that's what I mean when I say all of the evidence that I get presented with, like I'm a judge. But all everything that I hear that that people put forward to try and, and debunk that case. Like it's like, yeah, I mean, like, okay, people are fucking assholes. So that is slightly more plausible than alien abduction. I, but, I get that portion of it, but also but, they were in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. yeah and like, yeah. does a interracial couple in 1961 really want to draw that much attention to themselves with some fucking exactly. outlandish story? Like they're, just they're coming right out and being like someone yeah. fucking assaulted us. Yeah, like their relationship is already like weird for the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't think it's weird, but like for the time, it's like whoa. It's, well, I, and, I just and don't understand why too, you would yeah. put that kind of yeah. like pressure on you, along with you know going against societal norms. Right. Right. Agreed. Yeah, I, and we talked about that before. Like, why would people broadcast these encounters? It's not helping them. You know, ninety percent of the time, it doesn't help them. You know, yeah, it's not like so. it's not like, you know, when Betty died, she was a millionaire or something yeah. from it. Yeah. 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 Like, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, something well, said about that. Well, maybe speaking of the metaphysical side. sides of Mount Shasta, because I'm all about the metaphysical. I don't know. I guess I kind of am in a, in a very skeptical kind of way. Long around the road metaphysical. Way. Are you all about <laughs> the metaphysical graffitis? Sure. But well, contrary to popular belief, the biggest tourism attraction in the Shasta area isn't the pristine wilderness we've come to know and love. Uh, it's something you can't necessarily see, but people travel from all over the world to feel. To feel. Mm. Mount Shasta has become known to many as a portal or vortex, if you will, between the outer and inner world. He's got an Audi, I've got an Innie. <laughs> That's how that works. Science. <laughs> so the phenomenon has become an international sensation as people travel to the mountain to experience the strong metaphysical powers. And in fact, spiritual tourism has become one of the driving forces of the Mount Shasta economy. And some estimate half of all tourists visit the area for a spiritual experience. Wait a minute, John. I thought it was the gold nuggets and the sulfur ordering that was really popular. 
Am I wrong on that? Yeah, you know, I mean, the new age people can't point. get it straight. Yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, you might as you're asking, you know, what is spiritual tourism? So just like anything that can't be seen or heard, it is difficult to describe. <laughs> Convenient, <laughs> uh, but many associate the feelings of the mountain as a connection to the soul, which is cool. Like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, I'll yeah. give them that. I love backpacking. I love feeling the connection to nature and everything. I mean, we I are we are organisms, creatures of this earth, I and I feel like we are connected to it. That a lot of people go to uh, Sedona, Arizona, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. Was, that place I is mean, crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But, you know, I think we all are part of this earth, and human, yeah, I mean, we did humans would be well off. Nevada. Humans would be well off to remember that actually from time to time. Absolutely. But uh, so quote, there's an inner and outer world describes Andrew Oser, founder of Mount Shasta retreats, a spiritual retreat center in the area. Oser began coming to the Shasta area in the 1980s and is now helping others feel the spiritual powers of the mountain. Mount Shasta quote, quote, Mount Shasta definitely has an energy said Oser. You can feel it. It's like a big mirror that reflects the biggest truths of your life. Spiritual retreats in the area typically tour sacred spots, quote unquote, on the mountain, which include places like Panther Meadows and Ascension Rock. For Oser, the practice of spirituality on Mount Shasta does not discriminate against any religions or beliefs and can be used for any goal, like an inner cleansing to re-energize the mind and body. Oh, that sounds so nice. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Spiritual tourism in the area also includes places where you can simply relax and enjoy the healing powers of the mountain. Destinations like Stewart Mineral Springs offer a wide variety of services like detoxification, balneotherapy, and massage treatments. Located Mm. in Weed, hell yeah, (laughs) the Wilness... The Weedness Center allows visitors to complete an array of spiritual and physical cleansings, including mineral water baths, wood-fired sauna, and creek plunges in rustic forest accommodations. And if you are so inclined to enjoy something like this or want to give it a try, check out MountShastaGuide.com, which actually, that sounds fantastic. It really does, yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) To find the links, and please let us know if your hippy-dippy time was spent. We would love to know. Also, if you want to experience your very own Vortex, you can go to ShastaVortex.com and give that a spin. Uh, that sounds vortex weird, but all right vortexes uh there's that that actually does sound lovely to be honest with you you know all weirdness aside so anyway you know i think we cover the ins and outs of shasta in general uh whether it's to discover ancient civilization hiding in plain sight prove the existence of alien life or go on a spiritual journey of self-discovery it's clear that the mount shasta's striking presence and complex geology have intrigued people for a very long time at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you believe in spiritual and metaphysical tales. However, it's important to approach these legends with respect. John, don't be an asshole about some of these things, because <laughs> at the very least, uh, they're special to someone somewhere, and I'm sure they are, some somebody somewhere. Uh, and if you've been to Mount Shasta before learning about its missing legends and felt a special kind of presence, then let us know, because we want to hear. If you've been there, you witnessed something, you have a family member that witnessed something, uh, it would be awesome just to report back, because I did know a guy that claimed up and down he would see things up on the mountainside where he lived up at the foot of Mount Shasta. And I always blew him off, but here we are talking about Mount Shasta, so maybe not. Um, you can write us at strangejungles at gmail.com. Let us know if there is something that uh, that you saw or you want to share experience. I, I wouldn't mind going just to say I went. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's not that far away. So, uh, anyway. My friend that lives in Seattle, I think, goes up there to snowboard fairly regularly during the winter. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not that I mean, far away. It's so, a beautiful place. So, I mean, I would, I'd love to go there. Yeah, Northern uh, California in general is awesome. I mean, you don't even know you're in California. Like it's yeah. a whole no, other fucking not, world. In Washington. Well, yeah. You don't really need to. I don't really need an excuse to like go into some cool mountainous areas. Nope, not at all. So I don't know, guys. What do you think about the whole uh, 
I, I will call bullshit on a lot of this stuff. I was surprised that there's not a lot of Bigfoot sightings, that I thought there'd be more. Kind of happy with the whole UFO thing. These other little groups can, I don't know, they can go whisper to themselves somewhere. I um, could give two shits I about I mean, them. there's definitely not lizard people or aliens living in the mountain. Um, I don't I'd believe so. fucking bet my life on it. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. like, you know, like I said, sure, if that's a fun story that you want to have fun with, then cool, great. It's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Have fun with it. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't like nature is just magical in itself. And yeah, I don't know. I, I think fun. you just got to look at it like that. You know? And like I said, I got the utmost respect for um, the native Americans, the stories they have. Uh, I know there's weird spot. Well, you know, we talk about skinwalker all the time and they, they believe that land is cursed. Like it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Different areas that yeah. have different, you know, yeah, and, and, I mean, and you got to lend justice to that a bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and the world is a living organism, so it is putting off yeah. energy and everything. Yeah, and yeah, I don't so. know. Um, lore is awesome. It's fun. Yeah. For some reason, I just like get so annoyed with it sometimes because I feel like we look into so much weird stuff all the time. That's made me a lot more skeptical. And then, like, I just hear all this like. All these grown adults being like, "No, this is this is the it real deal." And it's me like, fucking oh my crazy. god!" And then you just... want to figure: Am I the crazy one? Am I not well, crazy it, enough? Because and then it ruins <laughs> like my fun to be like, "Oh yeah, Mount Chesa, like all this cool stuff." And then yeah. like you get these yeah. things like these people that are just like one hundred percent believe. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, never mind. Yeah, Never mind, I, you're I ruining it. it for me. Thank I you. I fucking get it totally, dude. I, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I wouldn't mind covering other weird, mysterious places. There's a bunch of them on Earth, and I researched ley lines. You know, when you talk about energy, the Earth has a frequency. The Earth has a vibration. There's, I think there's there's something to that. I think just people take it to this weird, bat shitty, crazy fucking level that I, I just really gets on my last nerve. But I, you know, so I'm with you. I, I, I hear you completely when it comes to that, for sure. So yeah. I don't know, Josh. What's your thoughts, man? Oh, I think we should close the gates so you guys can humiliate me in private. Ah, I saw your chat. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, if you're on yeah. Patreon, you can hear me talk shit to Josh. Apparently, I know nothing about geography. No, you don't. Yeah, that's all right. We talk <laughs> yeah, about Ireland. Maybe we don't know. Right by accident. <laughs> Not on this yes. one, but on the that other one. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Anyway. I definitely no, did eat my awesome. words. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's all I got on my side. So uh, we have some cool episodes coming up. We've got some more original write-ups coming up. It should be fun. Of course, October, our favorite part of the, at least my favorite part of the holiday, is uh, on its way. And uh, we're looking to wrapping up the season in the December-ish time frame. Uh, again, I covered you can write us at strangejungles.gml.com. You can call us at 801-252-69. Dolphins or, have lasers in Mount Shasta. <laughs> 45. Yes. Let us know. Tell us your story. Uh, how are we on socials? Oh, y'all know you can find us at Strange Uncles at Gmail. That's the fucking email address. All right. Anyway, <laughs> you can find us at Strange Uncles Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at Strange Uncles on Twitter. You can find us at Strange Uncles on YouTube. Mm. We don't fuck with Tumblr. I think we're we there. Shit. Yeah, no, yeah. So. Anyway, um, no, all awesome. And then, uh, like I said, we're just rolling into fall. Uh, looking forward to it for sure. Wife and I are going to try to squeeze one more trip in. I'll be seeing you boys, I think, in October again back in Salt Lake City. Uh, yeah, it's always fun. So I don't know. if you guys got nothing else? We're going to close the gates and uh, let the listeners go. So Yeah, um, actually, I, th- I think I was right about that. Well. We'll continue the Ireland talk also on Patreon. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair but enough. But I've just done yeah, another thing, so let's let's okay. go. Okay, <laughs> all right. Close against everybody. <laughs> Bye.